So I just want to say a wonderful Happy New Year to each and every one of us. It's the year 2023. I will be your host in the ELLC. And we'll be going to be talking about championing the apostolic today. With me in the studio is Alma from Albania. She works in Albania. And Toby Otto from Germany, working in France. And Ben Peters, he's from England, working in Germany. And it's my pleasure to welcome you all in the studio this morning. And I just want to, as we share together the, the whole aspect of championing the apostolic, I believe is something within the ELLC and something within Youth of a Mission International that we really appreciate and is of great value to us in this season, especially for the young people and also for everyone within the organization. So as we start this morning, I want to just ask us, what are some of our, um, some of the things we saw, we heard in the whole aspect of the topic, championing the apostolic? I will start with uh, Ben Peters. What do you think? Thanks, Francis. Yeah, it's a brilliant topic, um, brilliant videos and good articles to read. Um, I think what struck me was from Guy Zilla, from his article, um, talking about like there's a difference between the apostles and people with apostolic giftings and yeah when you find yourself in a community where um maybe it's not so clear who is apostolic or who, who is the apostle but realizing even though there's a prophetic person or a teacher they have some level of apostolic gifting and how do we call that out how do we encourage that as a team um like if you're in a community where um, it's really thriving and there's there's a lot of health in there and as a community, you kind of go slowly together. Um, but what about being dynamic and reaching out and, and, and leaving the group and going forward? How do you, yeah, call that out within each other and champion that? Maybe put two together um, who have a little bit of apostolic and, and train them or, or or bring someone else from the outside who has this gifting. So that was pretty, pretty interesting to hear. Um, I also like this phrase about um, passion and authority. Um, of course, like when you think of apostolic, you think of the ones going forward and being in the front. And from my experience, they're normally pretty inspiring, engaging people. And you, you look at them and you think, how do they do that? Um, I, I want to do what, what they're doing. They're so confident and for me, just being around them is inspiring and maybe people would call them role models as well. And um, how, how can you express and communicate your passion as a, as a pioneer or as an apostolic leader? Um, of course, we love to get things done. We love to achieve stuff and, and be released to go forward. But how, how can I communicate kind of what's, what's going on in my head and my heart? How can I give ownership to the passion that I carry? How can I multiply passion? Um, for example, um, I've been um, leading a prayer house tour for the last two years as part of the DTS. And um, that's come out of my time of being in the prayer house in Freiburg and, and then adding that to the worship track in the DTS. And I've had to learn how to, how to communicate that, um, bringing people there and, um, into the prayer houses and connecting with other prayer houses too. Um, how, how do I communicate as I'm, as I'm messaging the prayer houses, hey, we're coming from a DTS and we're carrying this passion 
um, we also want to pray for your prayer house as well. And I've had to learn how to, how to communicate, multiply vision and, um, and connect people on the ground as well when we get there, um, introducing the students to the people there and, and vice versa. And, and it's, so, it's so important to have this kind of passion, but also authority. Like this is a good thing we're doing. This is, it's going to be awesome. Um, this is kind of what, this is what God has shown me, what will happen um, as we do this together and, and watching and, and seeing how it's connected, seeing that it comes alive, that it's multiplied. So yeah, passion and authority is something that got me to. And um, yeah, call, like I said, calling out the apostolic giftings within the group, even if it's not so visible, how, how do we do that? Um, yeah, I'm championing that. That was what inspired me. That's very good, uh, Ben Peters. I think one of the things when you look at Jim already talked about the whole aspect of partnership, that we don't have to do everything, but we partner also with, with other people it would, so that we can see new things taking place. And um, you talked about that. So, Amal, what, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts? To me, it's a very wonderful topic because I come like I myself, I operate more in the prophetic and then my husband, he's more an apostle. So it's great when we join those two things together and when, how we see it, literally. So when I hear about this topic about like ch challenging or like even like encouraging the new generation into the apostolic, that is amazing because that is really our heart, both my and my husband's heart. And it impressed me so much. First of all, as when Carl Tinian, when I read his uh, post there, there or his blog there, when he was sharing about his vision, how like you had to wait on the Lord until his timing and into his the signs that God gives before you move to the vision that God has given to you. And it's wonderful to me because even that the circumstances might all say no to you, but then when you hear it from God and you move into that, that is what the apostle does. He opens the way. He prepares the way for the Lord to enter in. He opens the new paths that no one has really walked in that, which then makes it easier for the other people to walk through. And like, for example, during the COVID time, as everyone else was trying like to be smaller in the meetings or be more careful and maybe even be pruning, like what God spoke to us here at YRM Tourist, first of all, he was like, you have to pioneer new ministries. And we started pioneering a second DDS. Even that every circumstance was saying like the students of the DDS were shrinking in numbers, still God said, go and do it. And then we started and we had a wonderful DDS. But also in the same year, God started saying, you have to prepare my way in Albania. So at that year also, we started doing a prophetic ministry and we go literally around all the churches in Albania and where, first of all, we practice the intercession together as a group team, as a staff team, that we pray, we hear from God, what is a Raman word for them, for that specific church to go and give it. And then together with that, as Alcat shares that, then we go and start ministering with through the prophecy and healings and deliverance in different churches which is again amazing to coming into a time when everything was saying that it doesn't work. And to me, is, that is the apostle. That is the apostolic like mission. You go, doesn't matter how the circumstances are, but you have to open up. 
you don't find an open way. You open it up, up yourself. It's almost like hiking, that you have to find the new paths of hiking. And then as you do that, then other people go and follow you. But how I see it also is, as our generation knows already the way how to do it, it is our responsibility that we have to pass it on to the new generation. We have to take them alongside us and we have to help them to discover their gifts, to discover their potential. And often also I see that the young generation comes and they have ideas, they have heart desires and passions, but they don't know how to do it. So then time after time we find them, they just stay in the shadow and they keep waiting. But if someone doesn't come alongside them and give them a hand, they can't really go forward. It just is the kind of the generation is not, it needs so much of like support in order to get the confidence in where they go. But as soon as they feel that, that you back them up, then oh my goodness, they excel. They become greater than us. They become much more better than us. And that is the experience that we have even here in our base like seeing the young people, the young staff, like 18, 19 years old, and suddenly, like you give them the opportunity that they are very good teachers. They excel in that. And they are very good leaders. Again, they take outreach teams, they go into missions, they come back and then you see they have grown, they have matured. You can trust them more. So in my heart is, as we talk about apostolic, isn't just encouraging the actual apostles who are already doing their work, but it's like, how do we pass it on then? What do we have to the other generations? How do we bring alongside people? And that isn't just about the apostolic gift, but it's also even about the other gifts. Because we need to train the new apostles, how they also work with the other gifts, how they also like discern the other gifts and how they understand the need for the other gifts. Because at the end of the day, we know that one person can't do so much alone. But then as we come as a team, and that is one of the values of us as a YRAM, that we work in team. And as we come all together as a team, then where different gifts would come together in unity, then that takes us forward. Also, the benefit that I see in championing the young apostles is because now it's a different area. It's a different timing. So if we want or not, our generation has a different mindset and the young generation has a totally different point of view and different mindset. So we have to allow them go even before us and we back them up, not just they follow us, but we have to change now. Has come the time that they go in front of us and we back them up. Because of the timing that we leave, then yes, they need our mindset, which is from the other times and they need our experience, but also we need their point of view. We need their own experience now sure. because it's a different way how they see things. It's a different way how they experience things from us. So as the two generations, if I call it like this, come together, like us, the older ones and the young ones, I could see that could happen an explosion in that. I could see that really like could happen a kind of an awakening in the nations because of the fire and the passion these guys carry. And that is amazing to see how it, it develops into years. To me also, it's very important. Like when I heard uh, the video from Al Alkimov, I loved it how he explained that they were just a young group of 
like her people, but it was entrusted so much to them and they went forward. And sometime I think in YOM, we wait too long for the young generation to release them. I think we have to trust them more. Yeah. Because as God released us in our age, as God released us in just in the 20th, like we were only like 20 years old, like my husband was only 21 years old and he became a pastor of a church. And then the church was like around 30 people, but like in a month time or so, we like we experienced an awakening and the church grew up into like a, a couple of months into 300 people. But guys, we managed that. All what we knew at that time, and this was in 90s, it was only DTS. That was the only school that we had done. But God, he trained us and he taught us. So it's the same thing now. I think if we release these guys and we, if we trust them, then I know that they can go much more higher than us. What it comes in my mind is the moment with Elijah and Elisha. And it's amazing, like this guy, he was just a farmer, but still he asked the double portion of the prophet. And because of his faith and because of his persistence, when the prophet left and he went to heaven, oh my goodness, this just young guy, this farmer, he did double of miracles. He went much more farther than his teacher. And that is our heart desire. I think that is what it should be as an attitude in our hearts. We have to see that the young generation would do double than us. They'll do double miracles. They'll be greater than us in ministry, authority, and into moving to the spirit. If we do that, I think then we have fulfilled our calling into, in this earth then. Because they have to become greater. That I is think, what John the Baptist said. I think one of the things, like you said, Alma, is, is championship. You know, I think one of the things is how do we champion the apostolic? And when it's a source of encouragement, like you said, opening the doors for others to follow, creating pathways. And I think we, as we deliberate more on this topic, I think we need to put into perspective the word of championship. It's the whole aspect of vision and passion and vision and prayer. And the whole aspect of the apostolic and the prophetic and also the other giftings. But as we focus on the championship, I think that's really important. So, Mr. Toby, what would you say the whole, your, your perspective, championing the apostolic? Um, I, I really love that I'm coming more from the, also the prophetic side. And um, I see uh, in Wyvern, we're often very busy. And a lot of places uh, just want to have new people to fill their needs, you know, hospitality, uh, yeah, cooking, bookkeeping, like this kind of things. And not so many people are looking uh, what is God really saying to this uh, person in front of you and how can we support that? So uh, what Alma said, to, to be fathers and mothers, it's very important, uh, but we need to also to take time. Of course, we are all also busy. Uh, we can easily caught up in the task we are doing. Um, and so I, um, I also see that there are a couple, you know, prophets and apostolic together. Um, that should be the way to lead. Um, because then I see often apostolic people, they just keep what they know and turn around that stuff all the time and not growing because God, of course, gives new words and also will then give new people to fulfill his words. And um, 
that you also see a kind of um, say it a little bit harsh, like an arrogance because I did the DTS, I know it all. And um, if if you're still open to learn and still want to want to get more from God, um, then also we see the others, and that's more important than see our ministries, even the vision God gave us. It's uh, you know that's the kingdom of God, this relationship. And so if we champion young people or also old people, I don't mind, um, but finding what is, has got for them and secure them in that, uh, that will grow uh, not only the mission but the kingdom. Yeah. I think one of the, it's very interesting. Jim Ored said something. He talked about that sometimes, I think that was a little bit interesting. He said, why on basis do not need to become like an old folks home? Why on basis is called youth affirmation. And the young people and the old people need each other because the old people carry wisdom and strength. The young people have vision and they have vision and passion. And these two are very strong, is bringing these two things together to be able to fulfill the kingdom itself. And I think the whole aspect of the apostolic and the prophetic and the other giftings, they, they are embedded on two things, on the place of prayer and the word. And just like you said, Toby, sometimes in while we can become very busy. But I think we need to ask a question. Business sometimes can sidetrack us from the voice of God the vision of God, the purpose of God, and the calling of God. Because Jesus was very busy, but he knew what to touch and he knew what to leave. He knew this was his and he knew when to champion the disciples to do it, even though they were not 100% ready, but he was willing to give them space. Just like you said, Amal, he was willing to give them space to experiment, to see how it works, and also to champion them in their various giftings. So I just have this question as just a, a thought. What do you think, uh, this is for you, Ben Peters, when it comes to the whole aspect of the younger generation, you know, there is, do you think or do you feel that the older generation, Amal said, he said, the older generation sometimes stays too long and sometimes do not trust these young ones to, to move forward. What do you think? What do you think, Ben Peters? Of course, like, there's this whole aspect of the pastoral, of caring, of having that voice of reason, um, you know, guidance that's there from the older generation. Um, YWAM has its rhythms and its DTS and its DNA, and it's up to the older generation to impart that to make sure that that's, that's transferred. But of course, there could be way more um, release for the younger people. Um, just as I live and work around this base environment here, every, every week during the DTS, every day, you hear the passion, you hear the voices. Um, when the young people, when the students especially, are allowed to just be, um, you see the vibrancy, you hear the life. They, they want to just explore, they want to try things. Um, they have a voice, they have a power with them. And, can we release them in that? Um, and um, yeah, Jim said something about, um, you know, are we, are we where the people are? Are we relevant? Do we mobilize people to go and be where um, other people are? And that's what young people are all about. They, they are, they're on the cutting edge of stuff, social media. They go out and explore the town that they're in. They go on these crazy road trips and they come back with these experiences. And 
they're hearing and seeing maybe what some of us older ones or more experienced ones are not doing anymore. You know, we're, as, as you get older, <laughs> um, you, you, know, you like to rest more, you like to have your peace and reflection. But for the young people, they like to go out and, and let off some steam. And, and in that comes new vision, comes inspiration. And do we allow the, that to, to impact what we do? Um, I think on, on our base, um, we, we have given a voice for younger people. Um, for example, there's been one staff here who's pioneered a community, um, like a summer um, hangout where we, it's, they call it a Nachbarschaftsfest in German, which is a neighborhood festival. And we just invited everyone around here to come and see what, what YWAM does here. And, um, you know, she's young, the one who pioneered it, and it was fantastic. And we got to connect with, with the older people around here. They were like, what, what do you do behind those doors? <laughs> what, does, what is YWAM? And we were able to envision them in the community, what we can do here. And that was from a seed of an idea from, from a young person here on our base. And we're going to do it again. I think we're going to do it every summer. We're going to release them in that vision, support them. Yeah, I think one of the <clears throat> one of the things with championing people is is encouraging. Is the whole aspect of unity, strength, <laughs> and encouragement, and building. And I just want to say, if you're listening and you're young, and sometimes you feel been forgotten and left behind, and I just want to say, no, no, no. It feels that way, and sometimes yes, you might feel that, but. Here we are having this, just this conversation of championing the apostolic. And just as an encouragement, though you're young, you have and you feel you have an apostolic gift, you have vision, God is speaking to you. I want to encourage you, don't hide. Come forward. And also for the older generation, this for the younger generation, that sometimes we feel we have arrived, we've been given the mandates. But just like Amal said, Elisha needed Elijah, and he had to learn from him. So young people, the older ones are very important. And older ones, it is also important for, for it's, it's important to see the younger ones and to give space for them to be able to move forward. Amal, I just want to ask you this question. In what ways do you think the older ones can be such an encouragement to the younger ones as an apostolic leader or prophetic leader? I would like to give us just a short example from the Bible. Like, uh, we have Moses and we have Joshua. Moses kept Joshua all the time with him. So it came a moment when Moses died, we know, and then Joshua took it over. Joshua wasn't at all anymore the same leader as Moses. But then it was Joshua who was able to take the people of Israel to the promised land in the way that he was. It was Joshua also who did the, all the fights. So it is important how I see it, that first of all, the older generation have to be in the community with the younger generation. Often we find that the older ones, if I call it like this, even maybe base leaders or whatever, or just uh, like the older leaders, they just move out of the community. But then it's like, it isn't just about my life and myself and my ministry. It's what kind of investment am I giving and what kind of influence am I giving to the young generation? 
how they would learn if I am not around them. That is one thing for me. It's like living in community with them, being in the daily basis with them. The other thing is share not only your positive and your successes, which we often do it a lot, but share also your failures. Yeah. Share also your mistakes yeah. so that they don't see you as like such a perfect person that they can't reach you. And because of the first mistakes that they do, then they get so discouraged that they can't go forward then because they're like, I'm not good at all. I'm not worthy for anything. Everything that I do, it's wrong. That isn't true. We all do mistakes. Oh my goodness, only God knows how many like mistakes and how many convictions he brings in my heart daily. But it's like, we have to share these things. So we have to be real and approachable for them. The other thing that I see is as an older generation, just if we want it or not, because of the experience and anointing and all of these things, we carry a lot of authority. But we have to make sure that that authority doesn't create a distance between us and the young generation. Yeah. But instead of that, then, we have to be able that this to invite this young generation into the authority that we have and to create the platform for them. As I shared before, that we, when we go into churches and that we do the prophetic ministry, literally what I do is, as I go in the platform myself, I take alongside me staff who are like 18, 19 years old in front of the church, and I give them the platform that I have built it up for so many years in ministry. And then they are able to speak and prophesy them in front of people, in front of the church. Mm-hmm. By giving those platforms of authority to the young people, that that encourages them. Or like I have staff here who have been with us only for two years and they are leading DTSs. Why? Because I co-led with them. And often what they are missing is like they don't know the little hints of the daily things. And then we have to come alongside them and show them those little hints. How do we navigate? Do we as older generation go through ups and downs? Oh yeah, we go emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, all of those. So it's the same thing with the young generation goes, but we have to share those things with them. So they learn how to use those. I say like how to use the storms of your lives for your benefits then, so that they can learn. One other thing I would say is like evaluation. We have learned a lot because of the evaluation that we do, not only debriefing, but also evaluation of our life of different experiences, then we have to pass it on to the young generation so they can learn from that. So they can discern between criticism and evaluation, what it is. Because today in the society is so strong the bullying, like bullyingism, however you call that, like bullying and all of that thing, and like negative criticism, because the society now it's so much about like fashion and being like just the facade, being perfect. But God isn't asking perfection. He's asking excellence. Yeah. So that is a good tool also to, to teach them. It's interesting you use the word God is not requiring from us perfection. He's requiring excellence. The scripture says in the midst of our weakness, God becomes our strength. Mm-hmm. He also gives us this platform where God is interested in the championing of people. So he championed his son. His son championed the disciples. The disciples championed others. Paul championed 
Timothy. He championed Silas, uh, championed Paul. So it's interesting how championship, the apostolic, the prophetic, and all the other giftings, like Carl said, works in unity. And the whole place of prayer and the word, and the place of not the young and the old. Praise God that we're wildlands. Praise God for the organizations called the Youth of the Mission. And it's not just one generation, it's multiple generations working together for the benefit of the kingdom. And Toby, I just want to ask you, you know, you said you come from the perspective of the prophetic, that as you see the, the way things, you know, the championing of the apostolic, and as we wrap this, what would be your, um, your giveaway to the young people or individuals that have apostolic gift out there, but coming from a prophetic side, what would be your giveaway to them? It's um, train the others because we all can do it. It's like hearing God's voice, um, but the prophetic is more that you also speak it. Be an, be an encourager, um, um, tell them what is good. You know, as a as an apostle, um, you can do everything a little bit, and your job is actually to find somebody who is a teacher, who is an evangelist, who is a prophet, so that you don't have to do it all alone. And um, I also you know, want to remind us, you know, that what Alma said, the old people, but sometimes it needs somebody to point to the old people or put them out of the shadows, not only young people, and, and put them together so that, that we go with open eyes to it. And of course, from the Lord. Um, so that's, um, it's, the champion, you know, we all have to do a little bit, but then, then the whole, the whole thing will grow. It's not, not just the one guy. This is now your job. You're doing it, but also remind the others that, that you have something to say what is valuable, and please say it. It's interesting. Thank you very much, Toby. You know, in conclusion, I just want to encourage us, Amal. I, I, I want to say thank you for taking the time to be part of us, Ben Peters. Wonderful to have you with us, Toby. It's great having you with us. And I just want to close with this. Championing the apostolic is a call. And as God has given you a call, it is your responsibility to step up to that call. Yes, it's true. The older generation, it's also our responsibility to encourage the younger generation, to spend time with them, and also create space the place of prayer, the place of unity, the place, the place of vision is very, very important. It's not just a one-man game. It is a unified game. And as we do this, our goal actually is, is building the kingdom of God. And I pray that as we listen to this, we'll be inspired to really step up to the call that God has given us. We'll be inspired to going to the place of prayer, we'll be inspired to believe the word of the Lord that he has given us. I remember one of the things Lauren said is, you hear God, you wait on him, but you put what he's told you to action. And, and, I, and I just want to remind us, it is youth with a mission. And the young people, we need the old people. Old people, please don't forsake us. We need you. But at the same time, we want to encourage the old people, give space so that the young people will be able to take position. Why? Just like Amal said, Joshua and Moses. If that hadn't happened, 
is Jehovah and had someone take them to the promised land. So as we come to this end, I just want to say within the ELLC, please keep checking out the website. Please share this with others so that people can learn and be trained and grow into the fullness of God's desire for their lives. And in while we always want to say, keep learning, keep searching, keep praying, and keep doing what God has called you to do. A fantastic Happy New Year to you, and have a blessed beginning of the year. And do not give up. Our Father is still for you and for each and every one of us. Have a great and a blessed day.